What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest gaming podcast on the internet, the Aussie Lag Games cast for Friday, the 20th of the 8th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Carl Sinclair, joined as always by the man with the plan, the master chief himself, the gamer like no other, Jack Gibbs. How you doing, buddy? I am doing pretty well this Friday, man. How you doing? I am doing pretty okay myself. Thank you for asking. Yeah, no, nothing. Pretty, pretty happy it's the end of the week. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, the week that keeps on giving. The week that keeps on going. Mm. The week that never ends. Never <laughs> ends. Never <laughs> ends. Just, it's just, yeah, that's fair. No, it just keeps on going. So, yeah, I mean, weird week. No news again, really. I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of news. Um, but yeah, haven't really played anything different. Haven't really done anything different. It kind of feels like... No, it's uh, been a bit of a, a, a plateau. Is that the right word? Just a bit of a lull, to be yeah, honest. Plateau, um, yeah, yeah. I booted up the Xbox before, um, had had about half, half an hour this evening, and I was just sitting down, like, I don't even know what to play, like, as in, I don't know, like, I was looking, like, do I just fly around in Microsoft Flight Simulator for a little bit, or um, I was thinking, like, do I boot up Rocket League, and then I, I actually booted up Cold War um, and had a round on Nuketown, and, like, it didn't even finish, and I just quit. I'm like, I'm just not even, like, it's not, it's not, it's not there's nothing wrong with COD, there's nothing wrong with Nuketown, it's just me. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Just, just weird, weird feels. I don't know. It's, pro- it's probably not like gaming. It's probably just more with all the lockdowns and everything. It's just everything's a bit, yeah, fair. everything's a bit stale and, and all that. Um, but I am looking forward to, I have, I have just downloaded 12 minutes. So I'm, I'm keen to find out what's going on there. Oh, People I'm are, so glad you brought that up. I'm yep. so glad you brought that up. I'm really hyped for this game. Okay, especially after, I haven't played it yet. Cool. But today there was a game changer streaming it on Twitch and I watched the first like 15, 20 minutes and I was like, nah, I gotta stop. Like this needs to be something that I have to experience. I can't sit here and watch somebody do it. I don't want any spoilers. Um, yeah, kind of watching him sort of work out the game as he was going along. I'm like, I've seen enough now that I know that I can't watch anymore and I, and I bounced out. But I checked just before we went live. He has been streaming that game for six and a half hours. Well, so going. for a game, he's still going. So for like oh, a game that in game itself, like a one hour thing. So from what I can tell, it's it really depends on how quickly you figure it out. Okay, because yeah, it's like enough. it does it doesn't hold your hand at all. It expects you to go in and figure the game out for yourself. See, I'm really looking um, forward to that. Actually, just like I, I've only seen the one or two trailers that have dropped on at, like the Xbox conferences, and they've yep. both told me. They're basically telling me we live in an apartment and it's a top-down view. <laughs> like, that, that's about all I know. And I think, is it Willem Dafoe's in it? Willem Dafoe's in it, Daisy Ridley's in it, and James McAvoy's in it. So, basically, yeah. the, the, the game is basically... It's a mystery. You have 12 minutes to solve it. If you don't solve it at the end of that 12 minutes, it resets. So, you go back to when you arrive at home. So you've got that 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 twelve minute window to figure out what's going on, how to solve the problem, how to get the optimal outcome. I don't know if there's multiple endings. Like I said, I just bounced. I don't know yeah, if maybe he's finished it once or anything like that. But yeah, I think that's a good call. I think I think this this game because I've been seeing some tweets where it's like people are like, "Oh, I've got to play this for myself." Like that's like I've been seeing a lot of comments like that, and I'm like, mm. don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but I think I'm gonna do the same. So, um, you know, maybe this time next week we'll be able to have a conversation about it. 100%. I'm very excited for it. And and something else I'm very excited for, Mr. Gibb. What's that? Let's 
is uh, I'm just going to transition straight into this because I, I'm pretty excited about it. We got a whole bunch of new Pokemon news. All right. I saw, I saw you I'm really the, excited. a reaction and it's like a half an hour video. So I'm guessing there was a lot in there. There was. There was heaps. So there was a lot of like dribble at the start that was like um, Pokemon United getting two more two new Pokemon, Sylveon and Mamoswine. Mamoswine looks very much like Venusaur. Sylveon was an interesting ad because I had this sort of thing in my mind that they were going to add Eevee to the game and then through some sort of manipulation with the environment you would be able to evolve Eevee into whatever evolution you wanted. But no, it looks like we're going to get all the evolutions if they decide to keep adding Pokemon to this game. We found out that it's coming to mobile on the 22nd of September. Pre-registration started after the event. If you pre, if enough people pre-register, it will unlock the Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon, the Pikachu Unite license. And if uh, double that number register, I think it is, it will unlock the uh, Kimono outfit for Pikachu. Uh, Cafe Pokemon Cafe Mix is getting a sort of like revamp is what they said and it's going to become Pokemon Cafe Remix. Um, looks like they're adding a whole bunch of new Pokemon, um, Pokemon new stuff Cafe. to do in the game. So the way I would explain Pokemon Cafe... So Pokemon Cafe is my closet game that I play before I go to bed and basically I would describe it as like it has the addictability of that's even a word of um, Candy Crush so it's got like in Candy Crush you line stuff up whereas in this you pick up a Pokemon and you move it around and attach it to other Pokemon that match it and then it explodes if you can get enough of each Pokemon out you can make the meal for the Pokemon that has come to the cafe to get it it's 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 real my secret closet game that I don't talk about, but I'm really happy it's getting a revamp <laughs> because it was getting to that point where, so the reason it was my before I got a bed game was because it was getting to that point where I was doing the same thing again and again and I was getting really good at it and and it was just my thing that I was like, I'll do a couple of levels, then I'll fall asleep. Yeah. So by, by the looks of what they're adding, they're adding new power-ups, new hazards, new all this stuff to the level. So it's really going to be that sort of like, all right, so it's going to be the stuff that I remember and I'm good at and I enjoy, but they're adding a whole new layer on top, which is going to start my my learning experience with this game all over again and i'm 100 for it i think it needs a revamp and if they decide to just keep revamping it i'm fine with that it's a fun little game it's good it's free you can download it on nintendo switch go for it it's good fun it seems like one of those things as well like if they don't mix it up they're not gonna find many new players which is fine but like if Mm. they want to grow it then why not try this i guess they can always remove it yeah, it had, it felt like it had done what we were saying. It had like plateaued. It had reached its peak. Yeah. It reached its peak. There was like nothing okay. new for me to discover. Okay, now that they've announced this, it's hmm. yeah. I, I think it's great. I, I love a gaming company that's self aware. <laughs> that's like this game could be so much more. Let's actually do it. And that's when we get into like the meat and the potatoes of this fucking present. What did we just have? If this is the <laughs> oh mate. So at the end of the year, we're getting two Pokemon games. Yep. Uh, Brilliant Diamond. No, Shining... I don't know. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. I think that's... Or it's the other way around. I don't know. I don't know why they had to do that. We have. These are the remakes. So normally how it works is we get a mainline Pokemon game and then they started doing remakes the year after, then another mainline. We haven't had a remake in a while, I think. I think the last ones were Alpha Ruby. No, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. No, they were on Nintendo DS. So these are the first remakes for... Um, ah. the Switch Cause Diamond and, and they're very DS. different they were they were the first DS game and their release this year marks so they're coming out this year because Diamond and Pearl came out oh, 15 years ago 15, they make a very yeah, right. big 
They make a great point of reminding me that I'm getting older. They're like 15 no, years ago, no. and I'm like, fuck, I played that as a kid. Like, that was my as a kid game. Like, shit. Um, I mean, I, I played Ruby and Sapphire before, but like, I don't know, Diamond and Pearl was that big sort of leap. Like, when the Nintendo DS came out, it was so different from anything we've seen before. And to have that Pokemon game, it was like amazing. But yeah, we, we, we're getting Diamond and Pearl out this year and before I was excited to see what it was maybe I'll pick it up launch maybe I won't after what I've seen on that reacts it's a day one purchase I need them both I need them day one they're they're just revamping everything they're they're, they're adding new elements to old mechanics that are things that the fans have been crying out for for so long um it's 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 the ultimate remake it's a remake that's adding so much to what was already brilliant which is, ex- which is just what a remake should do. Like, you either need to be a shot-for-shot remake if that's what you're going for, or you need to expand on something that was already brilliant and I can still go back and play. Like, I can get Pokemon off my shelf right now and I can go play Diamond and Pearl. It needed to add that, like, little bit of sauce, and it does. Competitions, completely different. The, the world, so much bigger. Areas, new areas, uh, new Pokemon. Um, it looks like there's a whole underground area that I've never seen before or don't remember from the original Diamond and Pearl, which is just being added. Uh, new new mechanics for hideouts. It's 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 so cool. The new chibi art style has really grown on me. I'm very excited about it. But that wasn't even the biggest thing at the Pokemon Presents. <laughs> it was the game that's coming out in January. Now, Wait, so when's we, Pearl and Diamond coming out? They are coming out November. They're coming out November. I think it's like twenty second or something like that. Oh, so in November. Six weeks later, we get we get Pokemon Legends Arceus. This is the fucking Pokemon game that we have wanted for so fucking long. When I say this title, okay, this game is Pokemon Breath of the Wild. It is an open world Pokemon game right. where. The Pokemon, it's not, it's not, uh, you walk into a bush and suddenly a battle, battle screen pops up. It's, you walk around the, around the world and Pokemon are walking around the world and you can interact with them whenever you want. You can dodge them whenever you want. You throw Pokeballs if you want to try and catch them or you can throw out a ball and fight. There is no loading in a battle screen. It doesn't happen anymore. It's just, you throw a Pokemon into this world and you fight that person. Like, so this is really like fundamentally changing the mechanics of the game. 100% and I think that's why they're launching it with with Diamond and Pearl because Diamond and Pearl like it doesn't go well that and Diamond and Pearl were the first games in the series before so Diamond and Pearl coming on the DS was the first time it had changed like ever because before then it had been single screen Game Boy game and it uh, the only differences as time went on was oh it's not black and white anymore it's colour Oh, now we've got now this 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 world's got a shit ton of water, so we're using different stuff. Whereas like the dual screen of the Nintendo DS was such a game changer. Like the right. bottom screen, you had a constant map, you had constant access to your inventory without even needing to press start. Like the world was forever going on, and you could like um, have the battle going up the top and select the, bat- the the fights down below. So I feel like it's real poetic that now that Pokemon seems to be changing massively again that it is the same region so it's like so so why why are they launching them so close together 
Like as in, I feel like a Diamond and Pearl remake would give him six months. Give him a year if they yeah. needed it. Like what's with the January release? I ain't complaining. I think more games should release in January. I think they're connected um, for the simple right. fact that Legends Arceus takes place in the... Sa- so uh, I need to remember, I had it written down what the name of the new region was. It is called the... Um, it's like the Hasui region, I think it's called. The Hasui region. So the region in Legends Arceus is called the Hasui region. Um, it's very like feudal Japan. It's set thousands of years before any of the games have ever taken place. Um, the Pokeball has only just been invented and it's like a steam powered machine. Like it's not like Pokeballs oh, wow. of the okay. day. All right. Um, cool. Oh, I'm, sh- I'm going to show you this trailer. It's dope. Um, and basically the Hasui region will become the Sinnoh region, which is where Diamond and Pearl is based. So you're literally going from playing in Diamond and Pearl, in the, like the furthest it'll be in the timeline, depending on which timeline they're on, will be the newest. And then you're literally going back thousands of years to play in the exact same place, but in like feudal Japan. And I really think there's going to be some sort of connection. And by the Arceus trailer, there will be, because in the Diamond and Pearl trailer, they really linger on... Um, Team Galactic, and then you find out that Team Galactic's been around a lot longer than anybody thought. There's a Galactic Federation thing back in, like, in the Hasui region that your character is a part of. That So, originally, Team Galactic weren't some evil organization. They were researchers who were trying to figure out everything there is to know about Pokemon, you know? Like, and Pokemon aren't considered your friends in the Hasui region like they make it a point of being like oh Pokemon are dangerous like they will kill you if you go near them like like they will attack the player and if the player takes enough damage from Pokemon they black out and have to wake up at base camp before they can go back out into the wild like they're fundamentally changing what Pokemon is like this isn't this isn't my Pokemon anymore this is going to be a brand new style of Pokemon and I, I don't think I've been more excited for a Pokemon game like in a long time like Pokemon's Damn, always great on. and fun when it comes out yeah. but yeah Pokemon Legends holy fucking shit if they go into a Legend series which take place in older regions but just in like feudal Japan set sort of eras with like these steam powered Pokeballs and like people are walking around in kimonos and samurai armor and and there's characters that look like the characters from the present day but they're their ancestors and stuff it looks so freaking cool and it's the breath of fresh air that that Pokemon needs and I'm so glad it's it finally getting it. Yeah, for sure. I'm this, this so is really pumped. exciting. Like this is gonna be like an incredible six months for Pokemon. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, not just with these three games, but, like, all the new content coming to the other games. Like, Pokemon Go are about to have their, like, fifth anniversary... Right. another fifth okay. anniversary event and Pokemon Unite's just gearing up. They've announced two new Pokemon. Cafe Mix getting redone. Pokemon Home Support coming to Arceus and um, Diamond and Pearl. Shining Diamond, uh, uh, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl next year. Diamond and Pearl in the same style as Legends or are they in the, like you walk into Different. a bush, you battle a Pokemon, like more traditional? Yeah, they're, they're classic. They're, yeah. they're traditional. Um, it's going to be really interesting. I, like, I feel like if you're not into one or the other, like, it's going to be all right this season. You know what I mean? Like, there's a game for everyone 100%. at the very least. I'm excited because I I think I'm going to be into both. Yeah, yeah, so yeah I think most people before, will be. Before this Pokemon Presents, I was excited to see what Pokemon had in store, like, whether or not it was... 
basically this was this was going to be my I don't think I need this day one. That was what my thing was like. Yeah, I don't think do I need with a couple these of those coming one. into this season. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but now seeing it, I'm like, oh man, if I don't have this day one and, and my EB goes out of stock, I'm going to be so bad. <laughs> so I need to get it. Like I need it. Is, um, is the legends one, is that going to be like two released games or just a single release? Single release. Fuck yeah. About time. About time. For the first time in a long time. <laughs> yeah, single release. Cause a lot of people are going to be buying three games this season. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Fourth one would would hurt hurt a lot, but yeah, I can I can see I can see maybe if this Legends things thing takes off, like they'll go back to dual release. It'll be like Pokemon Legends Mew and Pokemon Legends Mew Two or something like that, which I'm down for as a Pokemon fan. I've got used to having to buy two fucking games at the same time, but they are making it sort of easy. Like there is like you can get dual packs now, which I think make the games a little bit cheaper if you buy them both together. That's helpful. I um yeah, I swear. Like only a couple of years ago, we were hearing, hearing reports about how um, the Pokemon developers are struggling on Switch and all that sort of stuff. But it seems like they're outputting a fair bit of content now. No problems. Yeah, I think because, because I think I think it's like they just had to get used to it because like Sword and Shield was the first console Pokemon game, so yeah, it was like not, a brand new landscape yeah, for them. Full like up yeah. on the TV and everything. And it's like Sword and Shield when you play it was like, oh, okay, so if this where Pokemon is going forward, this will be fine. And then we've seen, I think when everybody's seen Diamond and Pearl remakes and it was Chibi style and it looked like old Pokemon, everyone was like, oh, for fuck's sake. But Arceus looks like what we've been asking for for fucking years. Like this looks like the open world game we wanted. I think this and- is why I'm so fascinated is because like, I think everyone's going to be pleased. Like if you, if you are a bit like sick of the style, it's like well, two months later you're getting fucking full three D thing. It's like yeah, I, I think I think oh, Pokemon's not my thing, but I'm I'm excited. Like I'm like the people that have been into this for so long are just getting so much. Like it's good to see. I'm pumped as someone who's long time Pokemon fan. This is like I am. Before I was sort of like okay, now I'm like let's go. Like I can't wait. I cannot wait for Arceus, and I'm so glad that like Diamond and Pearl, two of my favorite Pokemon games of all time, are coming back. So it's a real win win for me. Oh, they were massive when they dropped. Holy shit! Yeah, they were huge. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm no Pokemon player, but like, oh, you remember those dropping. Oh, 100%. I remember we went on holiday. We went on a cruise and I thought, I'm just going to spend all my time on my DS. And we went to the, we went to where like all the kids hung out and I walked in there. There were DSs everywhere. And me and this one kid bonded over playing Pokemon. And he's like, hey, I've got this spare Pokemon. Do you want it? I'm like, yes, I want it. Like I've still got, I've still got some of the Pokemon that he traded to me like today. Like I've still got them. Like That's they're awesome. just there. And I, I still use them. Like Diamond and Pearl was so big, like so big. Like, uh, like uh, Emerald was like, wasn't my introduction to Pokemon, but it was where I was like hooked on Pokemon. Um, but Diamond and Pearl was where like, I was like all in and I'm like, yeah, okay. I like Pokemon. But yeah, it was, it was big. It was a big moment. It was awesome. Uh, I miss those games, so it'll be great to play them again. Oh, that's good to hear. No, that's exciting, man. That's that's great. This, oh man, feels like this is the sort of stuff we've been missing with COVID. You know what I mean? Like, it, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Shall we? Uh, so that that was 
one of two reveals this week. The, the second mm. being Call of Duty. Um, Vanguard. I, I've watched the reveal trailer, like a two-minute trailer or whatever, and I've read yep. just a little bit about it. Uh, is that all there is to see, or is there like a full event that I missed? That's it. Interesting. Interesting. So, what happened? Yeah, what happened? What happened was they did an event inside of Warzone, and it was called the Battle of Verdansk. And what ended up happening was a whole bunch of World War II planes or something flew overhead and started dropping a whole bunch of shit. I don't know. I haven't really watched it. I didn't partake in it. I I thought about partaking in it, but I I realized about halfway through that I didn't fucking care, so I didn't bother. Um, and then after the Battle of Verdansk took place, they dropped this trailer. I watched the trailer. I don't care. <laughs> like, there's like like three seconds of gameplay in it. Like, if we're being honest, like, it's all fucking pre-rendered, mm-hmm. fucking gobbledygook. You know what I mean? It's, it's this like feels here's the release like date. Call of Duty was four years ago. Mm. I thought we were past that. I you thought know, when, you know when Modern Warfare came out. I thought yeah. we were past it. Me too. Me too. <sighs> what's what's interesting though is that it's happening this year when Battlefield mm-hmm. and Halo were dropping. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm not saying I, I don't I don't expect to say Halo's dropping and the world to stop like it used to. But it is dropping this year. <laughs> you know, after after six years. It's dropping this I year. have I have two theories. Let me sit from my cup, hang on. No worries, Mr. Scott Tech. <laughs> 1.3 liters of goodness. It's a big cup. I love it. I have two theories on this fucking game. One, they could have cancelled it. No, no. Just they, let- sh- they should have postponed it. Sorry. I think the reason <laughs> they haven't done it... Oh, no. I wasn't shushing you. I was, like, oh. I was like, ah. I think the reason they haven't done it is because this will be Activision's excuse to get rid of Sledgehammer for good because this game's going to come out and it's not going to perform at all compared to what we've gone before and this will be their way of saying look you've you've released a game that didn't do very well you gotta go this yeah. is just an excuse to get rid of them before they reckon, didn't have one do you reckon they like I don't think the Melbourne studio has done much yet I don't think they'd get rid of that studio like I feel like they just rebranded I, or something I don't think they're gonna shut it down I just think they're gonna take them off Call of Duty like permanently because I kind of feel like their whole argument's been you can't take us off COD we've done nothing wrong and now it's going to be, well, you've released a COD game that didn't do well. So no more COD for you. Like, no more experimenting. You're a support team now. Have fun. It just feels like a dirty thing that Activision would do. Like, 100%. Like, who's... who? Why? Why? I'm I'm a World War II guy. You know me. I talk about World War II and fucking old history all the time. And I, I, I couldn't give a fuck. Like, this trailer dropped and it's so... It's so fucking 2010. And I don't care. And I mean, I feel sorry for Sledgehammer. Because I bet when they seen that thing for Battlefield Portal, they all just looked at each other and went, Oh, fuck. Like... <laughs> like... Battlefield's about to have the best of everything and and we're about to have a World War 2 game that's limited by the technology of the time. You know, you can't have crazy space guns and all that kind of shit. Although by the pre-order content they fucking going to put it in there. Like oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, no, the, the, those digital pre-order bonuses are in COD today. They're not for Vanguard. Oh, they're for oh. uh Warzone, I imagine. At least that's how I interpreted it. 
Oh, you're probably right. But that doesn't bode well. It went, went, right. Now, I I agree with everything you've said, right? But the Mm. trailer did have a tone. It didn't set it that well, but it had a tone that it was setting, right? Like World War II, you know, bombs, things blowing up, people dying, rah, rah. And then it's like, pre-order today for the Cold War this and that. And it's like, oh, like, fuck it. What? Like, if it wasn't shit enough, this jarring shit at the end is just going to ruin what was yeah. at least a well-cut trailer. <laughs> See, it, like, like if that was Battlefield, they wouldn't have done that. It would have ended with ba-bum, bum 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 Yeah, was, that's fair. Yeah. That's what it would have ended with. And and there I mean, would have been something different from 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 somewhere else. But this is the thing, though. If, if Battlefield was a yearly release, we'd get years like this. We we, yeah. we would get years like this, but it's not. And and it's a good thing because sometimes even after waiting a few years, it's not incredible. But that, that's beside the point. Like everything about that trailer, everything I've read online is just like forced. It's like. It's like, oh, it's... um. So, so the campaigns... Well, yeah, we should go over this. So the campaigns by Sledgehammer, right? Mm. The the Warzone map... So Warzone's getting a new map and an anti-cheat. They really stress that. That's being made by Raven. Oh, did they? Yeah, to get a new anti-cheat. That's oh. being made by Raven in this engine. So it's not going to be the Modern Warfare engine anymore. So Warzone might be... <laughs> That affects the movement. That affects the gunplay. There's no... That's just... Oh, my God. So, like, Warzone's just going to be that now. It's not going to be old Warzone, this Warzone. It's just... I don't want to say no, but but I read it as if that it's, like, Warzone will now be, like, refreshed. Warzone's fucked. Well, it's already. I mean, it's it's fucked already. Yeah, like they may as well try something. Uh, To be honest, it's like I felt that at first. I'm like, oh man, we get it like Vadescu and or whatever is going to be gone. And I'm like, oh wait, I haven't played it in six months because it like you just can't. Um, so I I don't want to be too judgy on that just yet. But I was a bit like, okay, all right, see where this goes. So, so that's that's that. Treyarch is doing the zombies mode for Vanguard, and zombies will take place. It's going to be an origin story which I feel like we may have had a few times. It's going to be the origin of the zombies, though. So that'll be interesting. Um, and then... That's I'm, all zombies has been about. Every time. <laughs> um, and then the multiplayer, I, I couldn't... I didn't actually see who it's by. I'm assuming, you know, it'll probably be a bit of everyone. Um, but it's going to be 16 maps. Four of them are going to be 2v2 maps. 12 of them will be 6v6 maps. And the big game mode they're touting is a mode that switches from four to six v six, like on the like between matches, sort of like a split gate when you tick multiple game modes. I don't know, sound a little bit weird. Um, I think this is just going to be like yeah, like a bit of a COD Ghost, a COD Advanced Warfare, just a bit of a you know we've got to get through this year. Nothing sounding crazy good. At least it's, oh, I, I can't even say at least it's got a campaign. Not until I see what it is. I mean... That- oh, I, sorry. I just want to add that there is a, a game mode also called Champion Hill. Describe Champion Hill uh, mode as a mix of Battle Royale plus gunfire with progression happening between each of the rounds. 
you can enter it as a solo duo or trio um, that sounds cool why didn't yeah, they show that well maybe they did um Miranda Sanchez had put that on IGN but like yeah, it doesn't say it doesn't say exactly in the article who's making it so maybe it's just Sledgehammer if it doesn't say I, I mean yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. I don't I mean, know, man. They're, they're I think legitimately the name on the box, so hopefully. If if Halo and Battlefield weren't coming out this year, I'd probably sit here and say all the same things, but then I'd say at the end, I'll probably still buy it. Like, I'm going to buy the new code. You know what I mean? Like, it sort of always happens. But I don't know about this year, to be honest. I think I'll be able to live without it. I think Battlefield and Halo will uh, carry me through the season. Yeah, I need to see it. I don't want this fucking flashy fucking trailer. This flashy trailer should have come in June. I want to see this fucking game that's coming in November 5. Okay? They've got months. Like, not not half a year. They've got months. Like, two at most to fucking actually, you know, market this thing. And they've not done a fucking good job from the get-go. So, they're November 5th, eh? So, that means Halo will be either the 12th, 19th, or 26th. Oh, man. Could you imagine if Halo was the 5th? What a big dick move. Well, <laughs> it's where it won't be now. It should be. It's got free multiplayer. At least you don't have to pay to get in. Mm. Yeah, so it's so Warzone. But I know what he's saying. I mean, like, it would also probably be better if, like, hey, let's release the games on the same day so that way our servers aren't super flooded. Like, <laughs> like people are going to pick one or the other. That's right. Half will go to COD, half will come to uh, Halo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. This... Oh, man, I don't want to talk about this anymore. All, I, all I'll say is that fucking reveal reminded me of uh, games... I thought with Modern Warfare we wouldn't have to put up with this shit anymore. Obviously not. Um, they just need to stop releasing COD yearly and just release a Modern Warfare game every three years if that's what it takes. I'm willing to wait. Everybody else is willing to wait for a good game. If they keep pumping content into Warzone, clearly people are going to stick around. They've already proven that the last couple of years, so yeah, I don't know why I we have to put up with this subpar as, shit. Absolutely. As we've always said, like I would even go like you know maybe a release every second year, but but a well-supported two-year release. Like, like Modern Warfare had another year in it. See, if Cold War was coming out this year with an extra year of development, I think it would be, like, you know, like Better. a lot. A lot. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it'd be so good because if Cold War was coming out this year with an extra year of development, not only that, but people would be hungry for zombies, which has been actually very good in Cold War, like, mm. considering what they've done. It's been great. Um, yeah, people would be hungry for that Treyarch sort of movement and feel, which is fucking... And, now it's and just that could have taken on Battlefield and Halo like way better yeah and I don't think it would have won but I think it would have had a better shot than this does to be honest with you cause like all people are gonna be like oh Sledgehammer what was the last COD they made World War 2 mm. <laughs> they're doing World War 2 again except this time it's called Vanguard I don't mind the idea of like I prefer Modern Warfare but I don't mind the idea of like COD's like you know every three years you get an older COD or something it's just that this game just doesn't look objectively exciting to, like yeah. I mean I shouldn't say objectively like it's subjective to me obviously but but it, like as someone who prefers a modern game like I can't yeah. there's nothing to hold on to though like I'm not seeing the appeal I think the big issue with doing this anymore is is one one how many more times are we going to do you know D-Day 
how many more times are we going to do um you know when london was bombed how many more times are we going to fight in the pacific like these games have been done to death we've done these conflicts a hundred times there's only more uh, there's only so many more times we can do them and not be bored another thing is a lot of the men that fought in that conflict have passed away so it's like it's not like you're honoring them or anything like that and kids today haven't got those uh, people that have passed away to talk to about this sort of stuff like they're not interested anymore and if this is your way of getting them interested that's not how it's going to work if you want to get them interested take the middle of honor approach have real footage from world war ii have historically accurate events take place don't over dramatize i mean look at world war ii there's a mission where you're chasing down a train and the train flips and it looks like something from a tom cruise movie it's like it's just not fucking realistic you either go full realistic or you don't cod doesn't it's it's an action film and we've had so many action films on world war ii by now that it's like if i had to sit here and watch saving private ryan 10 times eventually i'm gonna get bored and that's what world war ii games are now it's watching saving private ryan 10 times after one after the other whereas with stuff like modern warfare you can create a conflict you can create an enemy. You can create a weapon. Like, this is a plausible thing that could exist in 10 years' time. Have fun. Like, mm. th- there's such a vast array of stories to be told in, in, like, modern warfare, modern conflict, than there is in then in a World War II setting. Like, <laughs> like, you can't come up with some random German enemy and say that the the allies fought him in world war ii because you're call of duty you're not fucking captain america you know what i mean you're not a comic yeah, book you're, a, you're say, a fucking it's a, yeah it's a bit of a yeah stretch. it's a hundred percent the bad guy will always be hitler the bad guy will always be the germans or it will always be the japanese in the pacific front like you it's, there's no there's no mix-up whereas if you look at cod it could be Zakayev. It could be, you know, Drakovich. Like, Modern Warfare, it could be, like, you know, all those guys in, in the modern day. The reason Cold War works so well is because it's set during the Cold War, which was a war of spies. No one knows what happened in the Cold War. That's why it's called the Cold War. 90% of people didn't even know what was happening at the time. So it's... It's, uh, it's, it's just... There's, there's only so much you can do with it. And it's starting to feel like we just need to move away maybe for a little while from world war yeah, two like just, yeah like give give it 10 years yeah and then then when you come back use it to educate not to entertain <laughs> like like don't give me a train rolling over the top of me right give me a real fucking reason to appreciate the game like i will i will applaud the ending of world war two people hate call of duty world war two but the ending of world war two when they go through that concentration camp and the photos are taken there's no music it's a very somber moment the only thing you hear is the sound of you and your your boys going through this camp seeing what was done understanding the the hardships that these people went through like that's that's how you end a fucking video game you know what I mean? Like, that's how you tell a compelling story. That's how you make people understand that terrible things were done to human beings by human beings. Like, there was no big bad guy. It was other people just fighting a war just for the other side. Like, World War Two did it very well in that instance. But then there's other things in World War Two that are just stupid, dumb stuff that would that's not plausible, would never have happened. Like, and that's what disappoints me that's why i'm not excited for a world war ii game because they're just going to over dramatize it and turn it into an action film and we got enough of them i'm sorry i went on a rant my bad no no well said well said i concur 
Is there any other gaming things we want to talk about? Oh, yeah, talking about, you know, games from fucking... That feel like they're from 2010, 2011. Fucking Skyrim's coming out again. They're doing an anniversary edition for the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, which will release with 500 community mods. And the big one is fishing. I don't don't, don't understand why they do this. (laughs) I don't know. I hope they're paying people for these mods. I mean, I think they are. I, th- I, I would say they are because it wasn't Skyrim or was it Skyrim or something else where they implemented the community mod thing where like you could sell your mods and you would they would take way too much of the pie, but you would get a percentage of the of the sale. Isn't was, I don't was it Skyrim think alone? Did? But yeah, it might might have been them that sort of set set that on on console at least. I'm not sure. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, it's a cool idea. It's great. And if Skyrim hadn't come out 455,000 times since 2011, and they said we're doing a 10-year anniversary with 500 pieces of community content, I'd be like, dope, 100%, I'm behind this, that's awesome, I'm so glad Skyrim's back, but I don't, like, it's going to go on a shelf with, like, 64 other copies. In theory, couldn't you just get your copy of Skyrim and install all 500 pieces? I, I mean, maybe it's not optimized or something, I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's for next gen. I'm like, no, it's not, because it's coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. <laughs> it's not next oh, gen. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, people are like, oh, but it's coming for next gen. No, it's not. It's not. It's the last time they released it with 500 things of fucking DLC. That's all it is. This is like GTA. Like, I really hope the PS5 and Xbox Series X version, like, I hope it really ups the ante. Otherwise, it's just like, just like slapping us yeah, in the face every 100%. time it comes out. Apparently it's yeah. 60 frames 4K. So if, if that's the case, I mean, that's something. Although I think 4K is really overrated, but that's that's just me. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's one of the beats you've got to hit these days for people to understand that it's good. <sighs> yeah, but like Cold War before, like I loaded in in 4K 60 and the game was like unplayable. Drop back to the system menu, change it to 120 hz 1080p. Whew. Game ran yeah, fine. Plays good. Yeah. Yeah, plays very good. Oh, I don't know, man. All I know mm. is is that every single for them to be doing this again, every single piece of that fucking content better be fucking premium shit. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want fucking thirty-four different colored shields. Okay, like the big thing. The big thing people are talking about is they're adding a fishing rod. You can fish with a fishing rod rather than with your hands. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that oh, was even in, like, I saw... Fuck me. I saw the headline in Press Start. I'm like, it made the headline. Like, yeah, it must be... Must be, like, the, must be the head, like, the big thing. Dude, I'll, I'll read that and I'm like, oh, fuck me. Nobody told Bethesda about Bass Fishing Pro for the Nintendo Wii. They might get a little hot under the collar, you know? It's like, what the fuck? Like, why is this a big deal? Those, um, those fishing games on Wii, they were big. They were big. They were, they were huge. They were, do you know they're Everything still big in big. Japan? On Wii specifically, or just in general? On the Switch, they actually have like a like oh, rod nice. that you can put your Joy-Con in and actually re- reel them in. They've done like a few different ones, but there's one that's like it's like the it's somebody told me that it's the Monster Hunter of fish, where like the that's fish are like monsters. Opinion. Yeah, it's like they're like monsters, and you gotta like like beat them down and then like with your rod and then reel them oh, in okay it's really cool it's really cool i watched a video for it we'll, we'll talk about that after the show but yeah no uh, like 
What the fuck? What the fuck, Bethesda? What the fuck, Skyrim? I don't need to buy another copy of you, but I'm probably gonna. You bastards. I need that 500 pieces of sweet content. I'll wait until I hear more about what they are first, actually, before I do that. Well, I've just cracked open the Press Start article, and it looks like we'll find out more later today. So, yeah, by the time this podcast is live. And uh, you'll be able to upgrade for a small fee, apparently, from the special edition, whatever that is. I'm pretty sure that's the one that was released... I assume 20 minutes ago with how many times this thing's fucking come out in the last <laughs> 10 years. No. Here's the thing. What's so silly is it came out in 2011. It came out on the 11th, 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 right? And I feel like this game's been out for 50 years. Like, <laughs> I feel like we were talking about Skyrim. Like, Skyrim's a game that came out on the fucking old Microsoft computers of York, you know, it came out on the Apple II. That's how, that's how this game feels to me now. Like, everyone's played it. Everyone in the fucking universe has played it. Almost. There's a million copies. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, but that's the news for the week. Unless there's anything you need to add, Jack? Nah, but I haven't played Skyrim. Whoa, there's going to be a conversation in a minute. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the Aussie Lag Gamescast was brought to you by, you guessed it, Stream Tapes. If you're a content creator for YouTube, TikTok, or Twitch, and you need copyright-free music that the bad boys at the DMCA can't get you for, head over to streamtapes.com.au. Make sure to add the .au, otherwise you're going to find some freaky shit on the internet. That's the dark side of the internet there. So at that .au, head over there now. There's this little thing called tapes. You kids aren't going to know what they are, but us adults do. You pick a tape, you've got some chill vibes or maybe some series of rock, you press play on that shit and you play it in the background of your content and no one's going to come for you. It's free. Free for you to use forever. So make sure to head over to streamtapes.com.au right now for royalty free music that, you know, you can just jive to. You know, it's great. Me and Jack, we listen to it all the time. We don't need to be on on camera for us to enjoy the, the beautiful, sweet melody sounds of stream tapes we love Absolutely. it one with the lalas it's a banger make sure to check yeah. it out but that is going to do it for this week jack thank you for joining me man thank you for having me as always of course of course i love doing this with you guys we will be back next week with more gaming goodness until then go out there tell somebody you love them you know wear your mask do do right stay safe out there we love you all and until next time may all your games be good ones bye everybody bye